the faith of the sparrow. In a battlefield of Kurukshetra, once there was a preparation going on for a war to facilitate the movement of mammoth armies with large cavalries. They used elephants to uproot trees and clear the ground. On one such tree lived a sparrow, a mother of four young ones. As the tree was being knocked down, her nest landed on the ground along with her offsprings too, too young to fly miraculously unharmed. The vulnerable and frightened sparrow looked around for help. Just then she saw Krishna scanning the field with Arjuna. They were there to physically examine the battle crown and devise a winning strategy before the onset of the war. She flapped her tiny wings with all her might to reach Krishna's chariot. Please save my children, O Krishna, the sparrow pleaded. They will be crushed tomorrow when the battle starts. I hear you, said the omniscient one, but I cannot interfere with the law of nature. All I know is that you are my saviour, O Lord. I rest my children's fate in your hands. You can kill them or you can save them. It's up to you now. The wheel of time moves indiscriminately. Krishna spoke like an ordinary man, implying that there wasn't anything he could do about it. I don't know your philosophy, the sparrow said, with faith and reverence in her heart. You are the wheel of time. That's all I know. I surrender to thee. Stock food for three weeks in your nest then. Unaware of the ongoing conversation, Arjuna was trying to shoo away the sparrow instead when Krishna smiled at the bird. She fluttered her wings a few minutes in obeisance and flew back to her nest. Two days later, just before the boom of conchers announced the commencement of battle, Krishna asked Arjuna for his bow and arrow. Arjuna was startled because Krishna had vowed to not lift any weapon in the war. Besides, Arjuna believed that he was the best archer out there. Order me, my lord, he said with conviction, there's nothing impenetrable for my arrows. Quietly taking the bow from Arjuna, Krishna took aim at an elephant, but instead of bringing the animal down, the arrow hit the bell around its neck and sparks flew. Arjuna couldn't restrain a chuckle, seeing that Krishna had missed an easy mark. Should I, he offered. Again, ignoring his reaction, Krishna gave him back the bow and said that no further action was necessary. But why did you shoot the elephant, Keshav? Arjuna asked. Because it was this elephant that knocked down the tree sheltering the sparrow's nest. Which sparrow? Arjuna explained. Plus, the elephant is unhurt and alive. Only the bell is gone. Dismissing Arjuna's questions, Krishna instructed him to blow his conch. The war began. Numerous lives were lost over the next 18 days. The Pandavas one in the end. Once again, Krishna took Arjuna with him to inspect the Rudi field. Many corpses still lay there, awaiting their funeral. The battle crown was littered with several limbs and heads, lifeless steeds and elephants. Krishna stopped by at a certain spot and looked down thoughtfully at an elephant's bell. Arjuna, he said, will you lift this bell for me and put it aside, please? The instruction, though simple, made little sense to Arjuna. After all, in this vast field where plenty of other things needed clearing, why would Krishna ask him to move an insignificant piece of metal out of the way? He looked at him questioningly. Yes, this bell, Krishna reiterated. It's the same bell that came off the neck of the elephant I had shot at. Arjuna bent down to lift the heavy bell without any question. As soon as he lifted it though, his world changed forever. One, two, three, four and five. Four young birds flew out, one after another, followed by the mother sparrow. 
the mother bird swirled in a circle around Krishna, circumvallating him in great joy. The one bell cleaved 18 days ago had actually protected this entire family. Forgive me, O Krishna, said Arjuna, seeing you in a human body and behaving like ordinary mortals, I had almost forgotten who you really are. Let's stay in the bell, shall we? Till Krishna says it's now safe for us to come out. Isn't it a lovely story? Sending out a message loud and clear to all of us to hold on to faith and have patience. Loads of love, Koshika Varma, signing off.